We have a very, 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 very special guest in the house, man. All the way from MIA, all the way from the studios of Univision, all the way from the studios of Telemundo, all the way from just the dopest city in the world, ain't it, huh? We have my girl Nanny So Glam up in the house, man. Give it up for her, man. Give it up, man. She's in here with us today. I can't Ooh, believe I'm here. Man, That's welcome crazy. to the studio. How long have we been talking about this moment and I'm finally here? Oh my God, I'm excited, yo. Wow. You know, I, I've been waiting for this moment, you know why? Mm-hmm. So in my analytics, I always see, you know, who follows me, like the the age bracket and the sexes and everything. Yeah. And one thing that I'm lacking in is in women. Really? Yes. Oh, we're about I, to I only get have these like, females on board. You gotta bring them. So, you know, so uh, what better than you? okay yeah yeah so i was thinking i was like wow look only out of all my listeners i have uh 80 are males that's crazy and 20 are females about to get the the 80 20 flip man we got to get something going on so man to everybody that's hearing this conversation that we're having right now and kicking it off welcome, welcome. this girl man <laughs> is all over the motherfucking place so by the way man she just came to chicago today straight from the airport to the rojo basement studios i'm very flattered there it is. We just mashed on portillos with some cheese fries oh, and shit. Oh, that was so fire. I was waiting to get portillos. I was like, <laughs> I need to get portillos. So how do you like Chicago, man? I love Chicago. Yeah. I love it here. I've been, you know what's crazy? I've been here already. I mean, in the past year, I think I've been here like four times. Oh. <laughs> That's it. Four, four or five times, I think. I came October, December. Oh, oh man. Yeah. That's crazy. Back to back. I just love it here. I rather I yeah, rather yeah. this obviously than Miami. <laughs> <laughs> and mind you, everybody's moving to Miami. Hey, I'm telling you, man. People, people. Everybody's you know, going to freaking Miami, and I'm like over it. I'm like, I need to get out. So how is that Miami lifestyle, man? Living over there, you know what I mean? And it's like you live in a, the most touristic fucking place in America. Mm-hmm. How is that like? How is that living in there? It's pretty crazy. It's pretty fast paced. You know, you would think, oh, New York is a fast paced lifestyle, which right. it is. But I don't know. In the past two years, Miami has changed a lot. Really? Aside from traffic, gas prices going up. Aside from all of that, it's just the kind of people you meet on the daily. In it's a good crazy. way or bad way? It's, it's both good and bad because just yesterday there was like a shootout on the main street that I, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that I always drive on. Yeah. (laughs) Already. (laughs) And it's crazy. Like you, I was literally telling this to my friends. There's this Instagram page called Only in Dade. Hmm. People that don't live in Miami and follow that page must think that Miami is a crazy place to live in, which it is. Like literally a shootout in the middle of the street. Like you literally see the guy in the video. Well, I used to watch the first 48, Dade County. Yeah. Every We're time, hot. every episode was and today in Dade County in First Forty Eight. I was like, <laughs> "God damn, they're really ratchet out there." And you know, First Forty Eight took place in like a neighborhood by my house. 
Literally. Dude, that place every time Dade County, Dade County. Miami's and I remember crazy. one time you were somewhere, and I saw Dade County in the background. I was like, "Oh shit! I hope she, I hope she got her vest on." <laughs> I got my bulletproof car. <laughs> see, the way you guys think Chicago is, I see the same thing in Miami. I like, shit, really? they're they're ratchet. Look at them, man. They're- I guess I love Chicago so much because it's a different, it's a different atmosphere. The people are really different here. Really? Yeah, my I I don't like, <laughs> and it, it's not. I don't want to like talk so bad about it, but I've had the same friends for like over 15, 16 years. Like I just got to keep in the same bubble. I'm the same I way. make new friends, but it's just for certain events, certain outings. I can't really like Miami women, Miami people are very different. And Miami is a different breed. Yeah. No, it's people are different. And now we're getting people from all over the world moving to ah. our, our city. So it's, Everything is just being very gentrified and it's, really, it's, yeah, it's it's different. Like I go to brunch on Sundays and I enjoy myself because you know, single life, almost thirty, gotta enjoy life. So what? There's no more salsa music over there. Or? It's all reggaeton, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's all reggaeton, and like you go to certain places where you get certain vibes and you just bring out that good old '90s hip hop and. That's me. Right, but and it's me too. I'm the old fart category. The kind of kids, the kind of people that go there now, they don't know about that. Because uh, it's 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 the kind of, we're living in an age where kids at 19, 18 want to be with the 30-year-old crowd, 27, 28-year-old crowd, and they don't act like it. So who, wanna hang, who wants to hang out with me? I'm 41, so. Hey, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. Hey, I swear, so like you, when you first came to Chicago, right? What was that one thing that captivated you? The first thing that you were like, holy shit. You want me to say the craziest thing? And it's the small detail. It's like, damn, Chicago is clean as fuck. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you know, there's it's a, so clean here. There's a comedian. His name is Giannis Papas. I I love that dude. And he did a, um, a bit on stage. And he's from New York. And he, he was like, yo, man, Chicago is like New York if New York took a bath. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> it's so freaking clean i swear to god as soon as i stepped foot outside of that airport i was like damn this air hit different <laughs> it's not polluted it's so freaking clean and then of course like the people the kind of people you meet coming in as an adult and you know as 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 crazy as about to sound i hope you don't get shit for it the men in chicago are different really the men in chicago hit different yo really like yeah explain more it's so hard for me to date in miami i'm not even kidding and i'm not even being picky and one reason why is because they're all baby daddies (laughs) 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 i saw that one coming bro (laughs) i got these fingers ready (laughs) you know ain't ain't nothing wrong with baby daddies you know but that's all that's all you have in miami it's either a man with kids a man that's already married and separated from his wife, it's just hard for a girl out here. Really? And then you come to Chicago, and you got all these beautiful men, gorgeous men, and they ready for you. They ready to take you under their wing. No baby daddies? No baby daddies. <laughs> no baby mama drama. That's one thing I don't want, baby mama drama. Hey, man, you know, everybody wrap it up, man. Right. You got to wrap it up, so man. So it's, it's different. And aside from that, the food here is amazing, of course. Oh, yeah. The food is insane. When you first took me out to all these places, I was like, shit, I got to take some of this home. Yeah. It's a lot of different things here. Everything in Miami is also delicious, but it's just different here. I think people just don't give us a chance, you know? I don't know uh, why. Well, I know why, but 
because yeah, motherfuckers look. <laughs> yeah. You got- <laughs> Thanks <laughs> a lot, sh- Chief Keef. Right, yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> but it's, it's man, I've, you know, I've told you this before. I want to move out here. Yeah. This is- yeah. I remember um, I was trying to get you to come here by yourself a long time ago. Yeah. And you were going, I remember I was giving you shit. Because yeah. you'll post on Snapchat, oh, I'm in L.A., I'm in here, yeah, I'm I was in traveling. New York. And then all of a sudden, when you finally came here, you came here again and yeah. again. And again. And again. And again. And again. <laughs> and again. And again. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I went to L.A. and New York, and this was pre-COVID. This was before I went, all of January and February, I spent it traveling. Yeah. And then, boom, we get hit with COVID, and it's like, I'm glad I got to go to L.A., Vegas, New York. Yeah. But I knew there was something missing. I was like, "Shit, I gotta go to, I gotta go back to Chicago." Yeah, when you came, it was it was popping. It was yeah, beautiful. It was before it was COVID. Way before summer, we, before COVID, wasn't it? It was in the summer, twenty nineteen. Yeah, we're at the river at uh, the Riverwalk. Yeah, so beautiful. Yeah. And we we basically took over those days that I was spent. I spent here. Oh, by the way, I got tickets for a for a boat party in uh, sometime in June. I think it is. Where? If you want to come with me, man, let's do this. Here in Chicago? Yeah. Are you sure it's not going to be fucking cold? No, no. <laughs> Yo, yeah. So everybody, look, check it out, man. Cold, so bro. this girl right here, man, she's telling me, <laughs> you know, should I go in February too? You know, my friends told me it's a good time to go. I'm like, look here, man, fuck your friends. <laughs> These uh, Chicagoan uh, dumbasses have no idea. Well, they're not from here, natives. Bro. But I told her, nobody comes to Chicago in the February month. <laughs> you know, it is below zero the oh, lakes hell. is completely frozen you could walk on it and i told her hey look man chicago is a bipolar place bro you, we took off our acs in october one year and then it was like 90 degrees the next day i'm like what the fuck you know <laughs> and right now look you had all the summer clothes because it was hot and then today is like 40 Wait, fucking degrees how the hell <laughs> my friend literally had the air installed in her room because she said girl we gonna get it's gonna be too hot for us yeah yeah and then she texted me today, girl, you better bring some winter clothes because it's 50 degrees out here. <laughs> and it rained today. That is Chicago. You know, that's also Miami. Like, it could be the prettiest, sunniest day. And then, boom, mid-afternoon, you get a, a thunderstorm. Two hours later, the sun comes out again. And what is the one thing you miss about Chicago when you go back to Miami? Oh, it's just, I don't know, it's just Chicago. <laughs> it's different. Like, even when I got here, I told I told my friend, damn, I miss it here. I want to move out here. <laughs> it, it sucks you in every time, huh? It literally does. And I'm just like, it, it's everything. The people, the food, the atmosphere, how clean it is. It's just, I feel, I don't even feel like I'm on vacation or like on a getaway. Like, I feel like I'm home. That's it. No, you, 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 after all those times you've been back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And then every time you come, you meet a different squad. Because like oh, you yes. told me you met these group. And I saw you on Snapchat. Like, you don't even need me no more. Like, you got your own people's. <laughs> I do. I yeah. tried to. You were in Pilsen. You were there. Yes. You were in Fulton Market. Everywhere. I was like, wow, check it out. She, yeah, you're doing your thing. You know? And that's to. what Chicago's about. You know, today, actually, um, my friend was driving down the road. And I was like, wait a minute isn't this a school and then right next to the school is a place we go to to buy our beauty products she goes yeah girl you got it i'm like shit i'm getting acquainted that's it. with my chicago that's it. that's it getting acquainted baby i know my addresses <laughs> man let me tell you one thing though man because i have seen you starting your makeup yes. career yes from the get-go and to see you working at univision and telemundo Big. at these red carpet events and all this mm-hmm. shit you know that is in fucking impressive yeah i went to when i was in the hospital getting my surgery mm-hmm. there was these two nurses that they were talking about like they want to become like you oh, know makeup shit. artists 
So I told them about you, and I was like, yo, you know, you guys should check her out. This is that. Check her on Instagram, and this is that. And they were so excited about this episode. They were like, are you serious? No I, I told way. them everything, your accomplishments. No way. You know, people that I was authorized to speak about. And, <laughs> yes. and, and then they were like, what? You did that makeup? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know. And they were very impressed, and they couldn't wait for this episode to fucking drop. Awesome. So I'm doing this for all the women out there, man, because I don't want to just do, you know, I want to do a show for both sexes, for men, women, for everybody, you know what I mean? And when I said that twenty percent, that twenty percent really bothered me because I was like, I want to, <laughs> I gotta get women, man. Oh my god, I gotta get gotta, them on board. Gotta get with the ladies, man. <laughs> so now that we're here at the Rojo Basement, girl, mm. I want to ask you a question. At what age did you get inspired, and how did you get inspired to start doing makeup? What age? I think I was like, I was really young. I think I was about nine, ten years old. Really? Yeah, I was young. Oh, only because I always saw my mom. You know, my mom always got ready. It's all. It always starts with the moms. Yeah. But then my parents put me in, um, they put me in modeling and etiquette school when oh, I was 12. I remember that. So I went to this really big uh, school called John Casablanca's. They were really famous at the time for modeling and runway. And they did a little bit of etiquette. So etiquette, you know, it's like table manners, how to set up a table, how to take care of your grooming self and makeup, hair, nails, everything. Wow, well, check you out. So- <laughs> So I did that for about, I think, six months to a year. So you eat tortillas with a fork? I eat pizza with a fork. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it came from that. It stemmed from that place, the whole makeup thing. I found myself getting the girls that I was with in class ready. I would get them ready for our mock auditions. So because I was in the modeling industry, mm-hmm. we always had like these mock auditions. So we knew what to expect when we went to an audition for a certain job. So I was always doing their makeup oh. all the time. So I'm like, and you were how old again at this time? It's like twelve, Holy twelve years old. Shit, <laughs> young money. Okay, <laughs> I see you. <laughs> so now for this art form, did you go to school or are you self-taught? I'm self-taught, honestly. Damn. <laughs> and it's the craziest thing because if you look at my work, you would think, you know, damn, she learned from. I did learn from professionals, but you would think I went to school for the different things that I know about. I think because there was on YouTube like that back in the day, right? Like not in those days, but when I learned, yes, because I learned off of YouTube. And then one of my biggest upper hands is I worked at Sephora, and I worked hand by hand with pro artists that are actually from the Sephora University in San Francisco. So it was that was like one of my biggest accomplishments working at Sephora and learning everything I needed to know with makeup from sephora and then self-taught because in that time youtube started popping off hmm. youtube started being a really big thing for influencers makeup artists and i learned a lot from there and the good thing is that i'm a visuals person so i can learn by just watching and ah. then of course doing the whole hands-on thing so but, see, there's there's you know there's different ways people learn things yeah right? so you're the yeah. visual type okay. literally i'm the visual type i learned by watching obviously reading into a lot of different things but it was more so watching and then putting everything to practice on an actual person and it wasn't easy it took me a couple years but coming from where learning from where it came from it was just not a lot of people learn that like someone can go to school for it for years and still not know what to do with makeup wow so is there like a rivalry between like a a woman that is self-taught and a woman that went to school is there like a rivalry you know in the industry there's a there's a, a big hiccup in that because I, for example, I learned on my own. And then there's women who pay to learn and still don't learn. Mm. So to them, it's like, 
you know, how, how do I get to where you are if I went to school and you did it? So it's, it's more so of how did you get there? And I went to school for it, paid thousands and thousands of dollars, but yet I'm still stuck trying to find my own way. I don't know how to do makeup like you, or I don't know how to do skills that I, I don't have clients like you do they always start comparing and that's like the biggest mistake is like the comparisons <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally so it's like i didn't have to go to school and pay 20 30 racks to learn how to do makeup to get a kit that does no longer serve you in the next six months of you going yeah, to that school. is expensive those schools man right it is Ooh. and you know you get you don't even i don't even think you get licensed to be a makeup artist you get certified you it's get, like that's that's insane. That's annoying. In Nothing you saying is that you know that you're yeah. actually kicking ass. Yeah. But this girl next to you went to school and she's probably like, "What yeah. the? F-? You know, like, no, yo, yeah, it's crazy because I never planned on going to school for it either. And the way that my career happened, it just happened where it it like f- everything was fluid as mm-hmm. to how I started, as to where I'm at now. And you have women who go to school for it and they're stuck behind a counter selling makeup. Not even wow. living their passion. They're just selling it and they're living day by day, getting their paycheck to paycheck. And it's like, that's not what they wanted to do. That's not what they went to school for. No, have you ever had a, like a little in a, in one of your, you know, jobs that you've done? Have you ever had like um, like a person kind of like just question your, you know, your background? Like, did you go to school? Oh, yeah, you, definitely. No, all the time. And then they give that look. All the time. There's clients who like ask me, oh, did you go to school for this? And I'm like, no, I'm self-taught. And they look, they they kind of look down to me because you expect for a woman who knows makeup to, as much as I do, to have gone to school for that. Especially wow. the mature women, like the mature women in, in, especially in my industry, Miami, you know, working in the TV industry. Yeah. They would expect for you to learn everything you know in school. It's like, nah, that's not, sometimes people who go to school don't even become millionaires or billionaires. Like, I think they're probably just salty, you know, like, yeah. they see you, you know, all, like, like I just, you know, like, you know, you've been Telemundo, Univision, yeah. here, there, yeah. working at these TV shows Red and all carpets. over the place. Yeah, you know, and then I'm over here going to school. For that. For that. Yeah. Man, all I could tell myself would be this. that's literally them that's what they think to themselves that are you guys hungry and bored of the same routine every week and week and week that goes by well look no further man Dojip Cafe is a must, guys, and you got to check it out. They have some of the most delicious egg and cheese breakfast sandwiches and lunch sandwiches, to be exact, and rice bowls to die for. Proteins are beef, steak, chicken and salsa, and shrimp and salsa. And one of the most amazing things is the tamafongo. I know you guys ate mofongo, but if you ate a tamafongo, a tamafongo is a Puerto Rican-style tamale that has been made in this location, and they make them with beef, chicken, or shrimp. And the cafe con leche, I will put a picture in my Instagram so you guys can check it out. This is not your typical cafe con leche this is an amazing work of art so to everybody that's hearing this you guys can find them at 3220 west grand avenue and the phone number is 773-816-4066 and the website is dope drip cafe make sure you check this restaurant out and i bet you guys will not regret it have a good one guys and we out But you want me to tell you something? Miami is a very 
competitive industry, especially when it I comes bet, to. I bet, man. I mean, it's Miami. Yeah, especially when it comes to that, like makeup, music, anything in the beauty industry. It's very competitive. One thing I was going to ask you is, what was the exact moment you knew that this is exactly what you wanted to do? You know, it's crazy. I went to school for nursing. I'm actually a nurse. What? I went to school for nursing. I went for four years. I went to Miami-Dade Medical College. A shark. I'm a shark. Wow. (laughs) I went to school four years, man, and... I did everything in the medical field you could think of. Limpian algas de los viejos. Like, I, nice. <laughs> I did all of that. So I did it because I really enjoyed it. You know, growing up as a kid, I've always wanted to do that. And I also did it for my parents. You know, I did it to make them proud. to, So they can have, you know, the daughter that, oh, shit, she went to school. She did this. She's a gonna, she's a nurse, going to be a doctor. She's going to clean asses. Que limpiar nalgas. <laughs> <laughs> but then I realized, like... That's not what I want to do. Like, I'm happy doing it. But Wipe it's not. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not what I want to do my entire life. <laughs> and remember, I came, growing up, I went to John Casablanca's. I did the whole modeling thing. I did the whole industry where it's in the beauty world, the fashion world. So right. I knew then that I had to take a risk if I wanted to be happy. And I had to get uncomfortable. I had to have some uncomfortable conversations with my parents to let them know this is not what I want to do for me. Wow. This is what you want me to do, but for me, this is not what it you is. You see, I like, I like people like you, man, because I am one of those guys, too, because you know me. I'm a rebellious motherfucker. Yeah, and if you, you tell are. me, so <laughs> <laughs> If you tell me that place is the right way to go, I'm be like, yeah, I think this is the one. Mm-hmm. And I'll follow my gut always. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, but I like people to be like you, though. That's the thing. You got to follow your gut. Yeah. You got to do what makes you happy, not your mom happy, not, yeah. you know, everybody happy. This is just, my, this is just me, my personal thoughts to everybody that's no, hearing yeah. this. You know, just always do what makes you feel happy. Right. And what you know is best for you. Exactly. Because what's best for you may not be the best for someone else. Because people always think they know what's best for you. Yeah. But, and I had to do it. And you, you, you learn that the hard way, like. I put myself through medical school for four years. See? For what? But you know, do you know how many women out there and how many men and women both are actually out there doing something right now as we speak? There was somebody, they're doing something just to please their parents, just yeah, to please man. a person. Like, no. Like, yeah, they it, live for someone yeah, else. Exactly. Like, and then that's miserable life it to is. live. So, you, that's pretty badass because yeah. I'm going to give you one of these. This girl went to school four years. Yeah, she was man. wiping booty holes. Oh, God. I took a risk. You know, I took a risk. <laughs> and she still said, you know what, man? This is going to be. Do you remember the last ass you cleaned or no? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to remember. Hell no. You're like, you know what, man? This is the last ass I'm going to clean. This is the last one. I'm, this is a, I'm good. This is, I'm out. I'm good, chief. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? Like, when I would do rounds, I worked in um, with children. It's the most heartbreaking thing. I worked in a chemo unit, man. Oh, Lord. So it was, like, bad because, mind you, remember, I grew up as a sick kid, too, with my whole, yeah, all of that. So it's, like, I kind of knew that's where I wanted to be at, like, in the 
in the career that I wanted. Mm -hmm. But it was also really hard, man. I don't know how yeah, nurses I don't have do the it. I, I, it breaks my heart. Those I don't know, you know how they do it, man. It's it's it, it takes a toll shout out on to you. the to all those workers, man, that yes. out there doing this, man, because that is a, a very very you know very hard, hard job to do. Yeah, and absolute all you health workers out there, man. I didn't get out of that career because I couldn't take it. I just it wasn't. I knew it wasn't for me. Like yeah, that's not no. why I was born. Like you were just trying to satisfy your family. Yeah. And all fairness, to set, not satisfy them, but make them happy because I'm someone who I want to make people happy. I want to please someone. I'm the pleaser. I know right. I can live by just pleasing everyone and not getting anything in return. But that was the old me. Now <laughs> it's all about me. Well, you know, when I was young, like, you know, of course, I don't mean to go to university, this is that. But I'm like, look, guys, I'm not good in school. <laughs> and you know it. And I think everybody in their mama knows it. Yeah, as long as you know it too. Yeah, you know, but I'm good with numbers. Mm -hmm. I, I like to do things. I like to, you know, flip things, and that's why I yeah. moved on in life. And look where I live now. You know, I'm, exactly. I'm, it's a blessing. You, you know? find your way. Everybody's different. Yeah. You know, I just I just spoke to my my friend uh, a couple of days ago at the podcast, mm -hmm. and we spoke about that that there was a painting, you know, that that has like a giraffe, a zebra, a horse, or a penguin, and then it has a monkey. And then it says, a teacher's like right there, but the tree says, whoever climbs this tree gets an A+. Plus. Yeah. So, of course, the monkey's going to climb it, not the other animals. Right. So, that's how the school system is kind of set up to be like. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So definitely. So, I give you props, man, for actually doing that shit. Yeah. And just saying, you know what, man, I love you guys, man, but I'm going to do me. Yeah, I had to, you know, do, I mean, and if I didn't do that, if I didn't take risk or get uncomfortable, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Or yeah. wouldn't have met the people that I've yeah. met to this day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just to kind of top off everyone I've met, like Will Smith. Come yeah. On. Come, I mean, yeah. Hey, hold on. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was, it's been amazing. And, you know, Miami is the place to be for all of that. Like, the makeup industry, Miami, New York, and LA. But right now, Miami is hot. Have you done makeup for like Jay Balvin and stuff like that and other for like, videos? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. See? And, Jay, and Jay that, Balvin. That is, see, you would not get this. You would not get this opportunity if you didn't. No. And and I think about it now. I'm like, sometimes to take that risk, you have to do it. And of course, there's gonna be those people that tell you along the way, like, oh, but you know, makeup is not really a career. You can't live off of that. You mm -hmm. can't live off of that. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're, you're okay. I follow your Instagrams. And no, and let me tell you, I, I didn't at the beginning. It was not easy. Of course, you Nothing had to take shit to easy. get shit, right? I've been doing it for, I'm not even gonna lie to you, like ten years now. Oh no, shit. you're and a I black didn't. belt. Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I'm an experienced. <laughs> wow. I've been doing it for a really long time, years. and the last four years has been a whirlwind. Like it's been exciting. I mean. My first project was La Reina de la Canción, which was with Univision. Mm. And towards the end, it's a reality show where women go and sing. It's kind of like the American Idol of the rancheras, but for female artists. Right. And I went in as a regular makeup artist for me to turn out to be a makeup director. So I was the one choosing all of the looks for all of the girls that were competing. Shoo. And I didn't, I did, it just happened. Like, of course it happened because of my work and they saw what dedication I had. But when that job presented itself to me as the makeup director for me to choose looks for all those women, 
I promise you, I didn't know where to put myself. I was like, what, me? Why me? Like, I kept questioning myself. Wow. Because that must be crazy because you know this whole pressure's yeah, on you. Like, that's, that's another thing. I'm like my own worst critic because I always think like, oh, why me? Like, if there's other people here that are way more experienced than me, why me now? I could see you think because I know you. Always. Like, <laughs> even now. Even now. It's like you don't give yourself enough credit, but the things that you've done is like, damn, you got to give yourself credit for that. I would have never thought that. The look I that you see on that person on live television is the look that I created and I decided for it. That must be a good feeling. Yeah. That, uh, Because it also had to get approved by directors, producers. True. By all of the judges that were at that show. Because, you know, you create a different look for different females. Wow. And different contestants. Like, that's really what it's about. That sounds really stressful. That look you create for <laughs> like, that person is the look that it stays with. They stay with it because that's what people love to see in them. So, like, if she looks good in red lipstick the whole show, the whole show you have to have her wear red lipstick. Because the moment you change that, votes go down. Just a, li a little bit of what television wow. is like. Yeah. It's crazy. Just Something's just that little. To give you a touch of, a of what reality TV is, yeah? So, what kind of shows do you, like, how many more shows have you done? Like I've done Mira Quien Baila. I've done Reina La Canción. I've worked um, Univision Deportes. So, I've actually done makeup on men. You know, men, right. all these anchor men have makeup on. Don't be fooled. Them lights be doing. <laughs> those lights do something to you, but they have a little powder here and there because, you know, they work so many crazy hours. So you're going to get the dark under eyes. You got to cover that up. <laughs> all, that, all that hangover uh, yeah. from the night before. I've worked. Um, I have clients who I have like two official clients that I work weekly with. One of them has a show on Facebook. Nine million followers on Facebook. Oh, she's pretty shit. badass on Facebook. Her name is Maria Marin. She's my client. I do her makeup for those shows. That is badass. I've met Emilio Estefan. I've met the whole crew from Despierta America, Neida Sandoval. I've met. I just saw you like, working with her actually. Yeah, in your, uh, I was story. with her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not too long ago, I've met so many amazing people because of the job that I do, because of the work that I do. Wow. And you know, you you would think like, oh, it's just makeup. Yeah, but it's like the work that represents you like your art is on someone else and that art is making that person look a certain way like oh this is the look that she has today and this was created by her you know because you also got the stylist putting the outfit together yeah. you got the makeup artist you got the hair dresser like it, it's it's all a group effort so my effort goes with everything else that makeup is what makes everything so people mm -hmm. notice that like oh who's your makeup artist and that's how That's how I started getting out there. Oh, so oh, that just word of mouth. Is Nani boom, did boom, my makeup. Boom. Okay, Nani. I've helped. I've done um, Pamela Silva Conde's makeup. She's a news anchor for Univision. I've done I've done so many people that I would have never thought I'd set foot in their homes or in their studios. That's awesome, man. I'm I'm so proud of you because I've seen you like rise up the ladder like little yeah. by little by little, little to by, the point right. now that you're just like literally flying to the yes. point that you might need to start hiring some workers. <laughs> <laughs> yep, literally. Yeah. I'm, You're yeah. so booked. I've thought about having an assistant because I need the help for makeup. Like, I've had so many makeup people, and now. now how's that, though? Just you being a perfectionist? How difficult hard. is that? It's, it's, it's hard because, you know, not everyone has the same technique. Not everyone does the same looks as you do. Mm -hmm. And not everyone is an amazing artist. You know, people do learn learn along the way. But what I've thought about is kind of putting an academy together right teaching these women or these artists my ways of makeup how i do makeup for brides tv 
anything for everything and teaching them my everything that I know so it applies when I need the help and hire them so they know when I have a job for them, this is how you're going to do it. This is how we're going to work. This is how the look is going to get put together. Because makeup for TV is not the same for makeup on a bride at right, all. Right. Like the amount of makeup I do for someone on TV is way different than I do on a bride. Way different. So putting an academy together and teaching these artists how to do makeup for certain looks is really my goal. So I can hire a team and we just take over. Ooh, it's it's been I see in my it plans. coming. Yeah, yeah, no, I it's, see it's it been coming. <laughs> now, how was it working for like Telemundo Univision? How was that? Was it? It was a, fun. It was a great experience. It was fun. A lot of a lot of NDAs needed to be signed, but it was really fun. Oh yeah, yeah, because I met a lot of different people, and all of those people were my ways to network. There were those who. I was able to network with and talk to, have conversations and keep a job. And then there's those people who you just meet them and they kind of just kind of give you a cold shoulder and that's it. Like you have no communication after that. Oh. Yeah. Because it, it's, ho- it's it's Hollywood, man. It's like not everyone gives you. I can't imagine. Cause you know, women are just. The helping hand. Women, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine the whole industry. How you guys it's are tough. just. Yeah. It has Ooh. to be one crazy atmosphere to be tough. part of. Yeah. Now, what do you think is more harder? For, you know, what kind of gigs are like more tough to work? Is it like weddings, video shoots, uh, red carpet events, or modeling events? What is more difficult? You think? I think it's. Uh, I would say red carpets because it's so, it's so fast paced. It's so like action packed. It's so very. You got to be on point. This person has to look a certain way. Like, bro, I even have to do body makeup on that person. Like, even their toes, bro. Like, wow. you got to bronze that bitch up. <laughs> okay? You got to bronze the toes. You got to... Because, mind you, they're on TV. They're on magazines. They're on... pop. Like, the paparazzis are all over them. The lights. Like, it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Cover this corn. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. So... I feel like red carpets are the hardest. And I've done a couple of red carpets like Billboard, Latin Grammys, Premio Lo Nuestro. But I've only had like that one client. I haven't really done where I sit and do 10 models or like 15 people's makeup. Like I've had to focus on just one client. I'd rather much that, even though it is very hectic, than having to do 10 dancers. Because oh even that God, itself is all more hectic. sweat and everything and constantly... Yeah. Yep. it's a lot it is a lot now how is it like working with celebrities <laughs> how is it i mean it's i keep it professional so not until i'm warmed up to you and i find that sense of being comfortable around you i keep it very professional even will smith <laughs> <laughs> He was fun. He was fun. He's he's like the that jokester client, you know. But um, no, it's it's like I've had the clients that I work with weekly. I've known them since like 2017, and now I'm oh, wow. friends with you know their kids. I'm friends with their um, employees. So it's different because I work them for you such a long time. You become my family. I see. Yeah. You. Nice. Yeah, yeah. But I still have to keep that level of professionalism because it's my work. You know, I have to still be on time. I have to still have boundaries and not cross those boundaries because then it's like, oh, but I still get paid, right? Like, uh, this, <laughs> this is still part of my, <laughs> my 1099. <laughs> <laughs> 
that thanks for the tacos but uh, i still want to get this okay like <laughs> this wasn't part of my agreement <laughs> um but you know there are those celebrities who are hard to work with not gonna name any but oh man no i Come can't on, drop, the names, man. <laughs> Fuck them. drop them scumbags it's yeah no like and it's not only with <laughs> cover this corn you bum <laughs> <laughs> it's not only with me that I've had difficulties with, but I see how they are with their other people. Because, you know, they have people. Once, once we get off the microphones, you'll tell me, right? <laughs> I'll think about it because, you know, these should be recording. No, key. We'll, 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 go to my, we'll go to my alley and we'll talk in person. Yeah, hey, there you go. Okay, well, you'll tell me, right? I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> the NDA still be on, on surveillance, bro. They, they should have expiration NDA dates. NDA stands for what? Uh, non-disclosure agreements so uh, you can't disclose anything you do or say with them with other people on air <laughs> <laughs> even to not name a few but um no you still have those difficult ones like those really stuck up rude and i've had to lay that pipe down let me tell you really oh yeah yo no me dejo hell no yeah. because it's like i'm i'm helping you look beautiful i'm helping you feel a certain way but the celebrity arrogance takes over the oh brain, definitely huh? oh it, it comes to a point where it's like do you know who i am like they they hit you with that and oh, i hit wow. you with the do i need to know who you are like i'm just painting your corn <laughs> <laughs> i'm just over here trying to cover your bag and give you uh kim cover kardashian your, lips to say a few okay just your shit on them <laughs> don't come at me because you think my eyeliner is wonky like i'm just trying to cover your cold sore <laughs> don't try me it, it's come to that point where i'm just like do i care to know who you are oh my god but you got to keep it together or i'm here do, to how, collect my how, paycheck how, do you, how, do, how does the makeup artist handle that situation i mean i don't know how others handle it but the way i handle it is very politely you know it's kind of like Telling him to fuck off without telling him to fuck off. <laughs> like, without being rude or saying any anything profound. Do you guys show, like, a brush up their nose or something? <laughs> kind of dust that, that, that. <laughs> Flick it <laughs> their eyelids. Okay. <laughs> no, you know, like, when they, when they start getting rude, they just say things that you don't, they don't think what they're saying. Because they think they're top shit. Like, is that a common, is this usually happens a lot when, in the industry, you think, or? It does. Just, yeah, really. It does because they expect you to belittle yourself because it's coming from them. You know, like if they talk to you a certain God way. God damn you, Will Smith, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't him. <laughs> it was not him. <laughs> it was not. It, hello, uh, Will Smith people, if you're, if you're listening to this. <laughs> no, it wasn't him. But no, um, she loves Will Smith. She's like, she was. <laughs> You were almost crying when you met him. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. I, it was just, it was, it was a starstruck moment. I literally had a starstruck moment. And I don't have those a lot because I try to keep my cool. But I freaked the fuck out. I was like, <laughs> it's the guy from. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I can only imagine, man. Yeah. One thing I was going to ask you, and mm -hmm. I was really, really curious about. Because you, you're out there, man. You're in the red carpets. You're this. You're that. Primero Nuestros, Latin Grammys, you're, here, you're everywhere, man. Yeah. So what is a huge no-no in the makeup industry? Something that you just see and you be like, Hell no, <laughs> to the no, 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 yeah, to the no. <laughs> Hell to the no, no. It depends, like, what What are you asking? Is it, is it based on the look? Uh, makeup, or no, well, I mean, like, something that, like, makeup-wise, something with their hands, their talents. Something that you're like, it's like a pet peeve. You're like, yeah, you shouldn't do that shit. Oh, man. it's a, I've seen a lot of shit go down in, like, the the studios 
one thing is it's like the hygiene the hygiene and the cleanliness of my workspace i've seen artists not clean their brushes Ew. i've seen artists not clean or use disposables so disposables are like if i'm gonna apply lipstick on you I have to use a disposable wand and throw that bitch away and use another disposable wand if i want to dip it again into the same lipstick it's called double dipping there's no double dipping like it's a lot of little so they're shit. disposable brushes and all that stuff yeah like you like if i'm applying lipstick on someone and i put that disposable into the lipstick and on your lip i can't put that back into the lipstick because that's already contaminating it and i can't use that on another person mm. so it's little things like that and you've seen people do that shit like yeah they, it's just like without a care in the world like you're just doing the nastiest shit, like not cleaning their brushes, is one of my biggest things. Yeah. It's rough out here in the streets. <laughs> and then the setup. To me, I have to know where everything is. Like, of course, you set everything up on a table. Brushes, powders, eyeshadows, eyeliners. Everything has to be where I can find it easily. Because you know why? The person you're helping, your client is watching you. Mm. And when they recommend you, that's the first thing they talk about. Oh, her, her her area, her work area is so clean. It's so organized. It looks so good. She finds everything easy. Because when I first started, my little trunk, my little travel case was nothing. And I had one eyeliner. I had one eyeshadow palette. And people would say, oh, she's good. But she doesn't have much with her. You know, that gets you because... Then the other client thinks, oh, so she doesn't have my color. She doesn't have my shade. She won't have the powders I want. Look at my shit now. Oh, wow. My kit is worth more than $2,000, to say the least. And I'm always investing in it. So that's always one thing I look at in other artists is how you take care of your workspace and what you use and how well you use it. People in Miami, it's very rare to find someone who's very light-skinned. Everyone is tan. Everyone is super dark or they have a nice caramel skin shade going on. It's yeah, you guys have rare. like overdose in vitamin D. Yeah, it's very rare to find someone who's like pale white, <laughs> especially in the you know makeup industry. But another thing that I do not like is on TV when you look like a ball of grease. Oh. oh man and i know you've seen that on, on some women on tv or even men like their sh their forehead looks so shiny and then on some women the lipstick they it just does not look right for tv there's this thing called contour i know my ladies out there know what that is and on tv if you don't blend that shit right it got it comes out blotchy it looks like mud mm. it looks like a streak of just mud on your cheek and that's not the point. It has to look flawless. It has to make your skin... Not like mud. Right. So those are the things I also look out for. And then the blending of the eyeshadow. Remember, you got thousands of lights around you. And that's going to come out. That's the one thing that people are going to notice is anything around your eye area. And if that eyeshadow is not blended to perfection, I'm going to know. <laughs> if my bags are not covered. Okay. If my ba <laughs> what bags? Prada bag? Louis bag? Which one? <laughs> Pick your poison. <laughs> I got these bags. Okay. Now, how was like, how has the industry changed right now during the COVID? You know what? I have not gone. So COVID was what? 20, started 2020 and it's still going on. But all of 2020, I did not go to a studio in Univision or Telemundo. All of my work was done at the client's home and very, 
very at, I mean, I didn't start working till 2021 right now. Till the beginning of this year, I didn't start working in makeup officially, back to back. But all of 2020, nobody was working, obviously, because COVID was so fresh. But beginning of 2021, I had to wear two masks. I had to wear gloves, which was the most uncomfortable thing to do while doing makeup. I had to wear a visor. A I had visor. to sanitize and super sanitize my workstation. All of my brushes had to be in barbicide. Barbicide is like this liquid that is for germs and sanitization all in one. Like it was, if a session took me one hour, because of COVID, it took me three. Because Holy. of how much I had to sanitize. Because of how, how I had to be six feet away from having to do someone's makeup which is slightly impossible. Like I couldn't even do that with like arm's length or even doing it with like. <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, it was hard. But then, you know, these vaccines started coming out. People started getting comfortable. And then Miami started oh, not yeah. caring. Oh, no. And we didn't exist. Like we didn't care about COVID. I'm, you know, I'm being honest. Like people didn't care about COVID. Masks stopped being enforced. So everything started kind of coming back to normal. And now it's. It's better, but before it was really like I have yet to go to Univision or Telemundo to the studio. I went once for I think the billboards because I had a client there, and no one could. It was just me and her. No one else could be around us, and if there was anyone else around us, they had to wear hazmat suits. Holy That's how serious shit. it was. There. It was so so. You said serious. hazmat suits. It was crazy. And I was just wearing my, my two masks and a little visor and the gloves. I still had to wear that. Ooh. And I had to sanitize the gloves every time I would touch her face. Like, literally, I would touch her face, had to put hand sanitizer after. It's the craziest Man, thing. That sounds like a nightmare. Now, I don't have to wear gloves. I don't have to, you know, have two masks on. Even then, that, that was so bad because I could barely breathe in those two masks. It was really hard doing all that. And now... That everything is starting to pick up and go back to normal little by little. I get to the client does. I mean, it's impossible for the client to wear a mask during a makeup session. <laughs> you should make him wear a mask. Hello. Be like, hey, Wolf, I'm going to put the brush under this mask and just try to figure it out, you know. Oh, just wear it and I'll do your eyes and then you figure out the hey, rest. Hey, you mess with that technique, man. You're making that money. Can you imagine? Yeah. That's you can keep crazy. your mask on. I got you. That's I gotta I gotta <laughs> learn how to do that. I don't know how, but I gotta learn how to do that. <laughs> hey, now, since you've been all over the place, man, with the makeup, you know, and, and using this, this, that, has a company approached you? You know, like to like, you know, hey, you know, we seen your work, blah blah blah. So I have, um, so I kind of got into TikTok during the pandemic. How's that? And it's been fun because those videos are short, so I don't have to put too much work into it. And although it is a lot of work because you your have to Your edits be, are awesome, by the way. Aren't they cool? Yeah, you're good. I have to get creative with it because it's one-minute video. It's a 60-second video. And I know that you just show your face. You don't give a fuck. Yeah, you no, sh- This is me without makeup, bitches. I'm Look at me. me. and That's what people like. Yeah, yeah. They like to see the real you. Yep, they like to yep. see you the before and after. Yeah, you show it. I like that. Yeah, so I started getting into those videos and- during the pandemic, ain't nobody had nothing to do. So that that's where it was at for me. Because before that, I was doing YouTube. But YouTube was a lot of work. Yeah, YouTube A lot of editing, a lot of filming. It was a lot of little things that I didn't want to do anymore. And it was harder to grow. TikTok, I'm almost at 10K. And I've only been doing it for a couple of months. And I've already gotten offers from different brands. Like wow, I've, really? I've collaborated with brands that 
I always talked about and I always manifested. And it took TikTok. It took for me to go on TikTok to be able to get those brands to reach out to me. Wow. Because even as a micro-influencer on Instagram before TikTok, I would reach out to brands and they would say no to me. Oh, because you don't have enough followers. And, you know, I'm only, what, 3,800 deep on Instagram. And I'm almost at 10K. My most view video has 762,000 views. Wow. Almost a mil. Almost a mil. When it got over 10K, I was happy. But then when I saw that overnight, it went to half a mil. I couldn't believe it. And it was me teaching you how to do your eyeliner in three simple steps. Really? Literally, that's what I say. I thought it was going to be like you covering a corn. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) This is how to cover a corn. Step one, (laughs) cover your corn. (laughs) Step two, (laughs) cover your corn. Hey, you know how many women out there going to be just, ooh, girl, you seen that video? (laughs) (laughs) Share. (laughs) We're going to cover these shits. I got to do a video like that. Uh, There you go. Look at that. People go viral for the stupidest things. I'm telling you. And not not that it was stupid, but I didn't think that that would be my viral video. Wow. I have three viral videos that still to this it's day. It's always the one you least expect, right? Yeah. I did a video on how to do your makeup in under five minutes. And it was quick. It was a 60 second, min- a 60 second video. It was the quickest thing I've ever done. So that 700K, is that when they reach out to you? No. So they didn't reach out to me after one of my videos that I reviewed a foundation. And it was from a brand that I've always wanted to collaborate with Morphe. It's called Morphe Brushes. And just two weeks ago, they reached out to me to be part of their influencer team. Yay! What that means. That means they send you PR, they send you makeup, and they give you a coupon code that you can use and give your your followers so they use for 10% off. Like, who does want money off? <laughs> you save money and I make money. <laughs> this is this is the this is the biggest uh, And that's something wow. I've always like drummed of because it's the biggest accomplishment because why you can, can be you can be considered an influencer off of that. Now what is one of your goals you have in mind that you want to do that you have your mind settled on in this industry like I I got to do this cuz you already reach it. I mean you're getting like you just did a video shoot a couple of weeks ago that you were doing and you were working like, what was it, 14 hours a whole day? Yeah, man. I got hired for this video shoot. Um, it's coming out, I think, June, July. I can't really talk about it too much, but it it was out of nowhere. And I was like, damn. But I got there because of what I know. Mm-hmm. Not Well, no, I got there because of who I know, not what I know. <laughs> That's another thing in Miami. It's not. What you know is who you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's also like kind of sad because if you don't know how to do shit, but you get to that place, it's because of who you know, yeah. not what you know. I was at Chicago too. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. But I got hired for this video and I was there for like 14 hours. Like wow. 12 p.m. to 1 a.m. Just working. Because <laughs> I remember I called you in the morning you were working. Yeah. And I called you at night and you were still on this. Like I called you video chat. Yeah. And I was doing like, that oh, video shoot. Here? Yeah. And it was fun, man. It was so much fun. And it's like a proud moment because it was me on my own. It wasn't me with a company. It wasn't me under an agency. It wasn't me under another artist. It was me as an artist, as a makeup artist by myself working that video shoot. Yeah. Pro, 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 pro. <laughs> All the pro, pro, pros for me. Because, 
you I would have never thought. And it's like they reached out to me and I was like, of course. I thought it was just makeup on the artist and a little powder here, a little powder there. No, it's a whole day thing. You're doing make you're the one who makes the look. Wow. For Literally. Like the whole entire day, little two hours. Yeah, like- yeah. And it was I would I don't want to say it was easy money because it was tired money, but it was it was fun. And I love that I have fun doing what I do because it doesn't feel like work. That's awesome. And it's one of my greatest accomplishments. And like already coming from something that I've talked about, like, oh, man, I want to be an influencer. I want these brands to reach out to me because I reached out to them when I was like, and I still am a micro influencer. Like, I'm still trying. I'm still growing. And they said no to me. And now they're reaching out. And That's saying, awesome. I'm going to send you products, you promote it for us, but you also make money off of us. That's, and that's, give your, your following a coupon so they can use and buy off of you and buy off of your interactions. Another company sent me um, a product that I have to do a video for. Like, I'm, I'm making beauty videos for brands that are sending me things. And I'm promoting them. And then all of this because of TikTok, because of... My, so TikTok is actually, I heard that it's a very yeah, good promoting, man. Um, yeah. it's like the last frontier, because I think Instagram, there's no more organic followers. No, um, man, that shit is so yeah, hard. Yeah, because now you got to pay for Facebook yes. and Instagram, I heard. I didn't yes. know this until recently. It's so what so you're hard. saying now, it makes sense. Now I see I've what they're on, talking about. I've been on t- on Instagram for, I think, 10 years now. I got on TikTok the beginning of the pandemic. I didn't start posting legitimately till this year, and I'm almost at 10K. Mm-mm-mm. And mind you, I'm not that consistent, so I could grow so much more. But within the time frame that I've been doing it, I've had so many more views, so many likes, so many comments, so many shares, so much interaction with people all over the world. You know what's crazy? I'm in Saudi Arabia. Wow, yeah, people are in go. Saudi Arabia, Australia are viewing my videos. A small percentage, but it's there. Yeah. When... On Instagram, all you see is Central America, <laughs> yeah, USA. United States. Like I want to be worldwide. Yeah, I got on TikTok. I'm worldwide, baby. That's right, Mrs. Three Hundred Five. Now, but, what is one of your goals you have in mind? Like, what do you see yourself in the future? Uh, I have two separate goals. So one main goal is obviously becoming an influencer, like that makeup artist who people want to learn from, who people want to associate themselves with and another goal i have is to have a makeup academy so teach makeup artists and women how to build their own business on makeup Hmm. just like how i did how i came up in this industry so the academy will be based off of me teaching different women and different artists how to do makeup and certain levels and certain skills for their own business whether it's bridal whether it's uh, TV, whether it's going out to a girl's night out, whether right, it's right. whatever it is. That is basically my my goal in life is to do that academy and be an influencer. Cover all the bases. Because I love to teach. I love to teach. I already teach. I mean, I already teach on TikTok and get half a million views. That's awesome, man. Congrats on that, man. Yeah. That's, that's some big shit. That's why I'm glad you came over because there's a lot of girls who want to do this that I've met. Yeah. And what is that message you have for all the women that want to get into this field? Never give up. Never give up and don't let anyone say no to you. Because as soon as you think you can't do it, an opportunity will present itself where you're like, oh, damn, I should have believed in myself a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's space for everyone in this industry. 
whether you're a beginner, whether you're an intermediate or someone who's in the middle or a professional. There's space for literally everyone. Like there are so many women out here that we can service to so many men out here that we can service to. I can't do it all. You can't do it by yourself. So there's space for literally everyone because there's also those artists who would try to knock you down and because you don't have the experiences they do, they'll be like, oh, you can't do that. You you won't accomplish that. You can't get in there. Just like me. Like, who would have thought I would have been working for Telemundo and Univision? Yeah. In their major, right, in, in a major TV outlet for major reality TV shows. I would have never thought. So never give up, ladies. Never give that? up. Keep it going. You see the story where this girl's been, where <laughs> she's going, and where she's rising to. Yeah. So never give up. And wiping ass one day, <laughs> talking to Will Smith the next day. Yo. You know? So, hey, man, you guys can find her, man, at Nani So Glam on Instagram. And that is spelled N-A-N-I-I-S-O-G-L-A-M. You got it. So I'm going to say this one more time. <laughs> you can find on Instagram, Nani So Glam, and it is spelled N-A-N-I-I-S-O-G-L-A-M. And you can find her on TikTok, the same thing. N-A-N-I-I-S-O-G-L-A-M-X. So, man, I need to thank you for coming through today, girl. It's been a fucking bomb talking to you, man. Thank you for taking the fucking plane over here, man. Right? Yo. We planned for this for so long, Mm. and now it's finally here, and now I'm like... (gasps) What's next? Look at the Royal Basement. We got people flying over here, man. That's Look what I'm talking about. Look at that. Yeah. From Miami. <laughs> <laughs> you really do got people flying out here. <laughs> hey, man. And I'm, I'm one of them people. I'm flattered. Thank you for coming, man. For uh, you've basement. been showing me love from day one to this uh, whole show that we've been. I believed in you. Yeah. I still yeah. believe in you. I appreciate you, man. From and the bottom everybody, up. Everybody, man. Just, you guys got to follow this on Instagram. To all you women, even men. You know, just follow her. Check her out, man. Her shit is fucking dope. Her edits are amazing. <laughs> and uh, I try. Yeah. And by the way, before we get off this uh, microphone, I will be in Miami for the Colombian Festival. Yay. We'll be backstage VIP. So you want to be with me there, man? Chilling or what? Uh, you know it. <laughs> We're going to take over for that weekend. Let's do it, man. And we are out. <laughs> Give it up for my girl, <laughs> aka. No, wait. What should I say? Should I say your your full name? No, or? say Nani. Okay, I'm gonna say this hood rat. Right no, this <laughs> <laughs>